Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the WNKX Spectacular Podcast Episode 21. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad you're here to join us. And yeah, this evening, Gabriel and myself. Oh, wait, do I have to talk about myself in a third person? Dries. Dries and Gabriel discuss. No, that's only if it's in the the show description. Yeah. As if we have some manager that writes those for us. But it's really Gabe, guys. God, you totally called me out on it. <laughs> well, you know, you totally called out our, you know, social media manager. So I'm glad you called me out because I feel really awkward when I write that. No, I think it's great. I like that you do that. Okay. I do. I go full send on it's it. It's sort of like, you know, someday... We're going to have more than 10 people listen Somebody to each episode. Somebody else is going to be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like someday when we have 15 people listen to the episode. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, tonight we talk about, maybe it's today. Maybe it's this morning. You guys don't know. But we, we talked about it. We talked about competition and collaboration. Are the yeah. two mutually exclusive? Yes. Can you have one without the other? Hmm. Is one required of the other? Hmm. Interesting. Yes. We talk it through. We talk about suffering. We talk about some jujitsu, some sports. The yeah, uh, uh, as it relates to, I thought it was kind of fascinating, if I do say so myself, because I do think we know what we're talking about in this regard. But uh, I feel confident in that. I won't yes. back down from that. No, the collaboration and how cl- real world collaboration for an abstract world of of uh, combat slash wilderness slash you know something to that extent. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's sort of where the abstract meets the um, tangible. Yeah, where the rubber meets the road. Yeah, boys, where the rubber meets the road. So, yeah. episode it's, twenty-one. Sorry, episode I cut 21. you off. You'd cut me off. Okay, should we get to it? Enjoy the episode. Whee! <laughs> boom! Ba- ba- oh, ba- 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 boom. It's going, Drees. <laughs> Good evening, Gabriel. <laughs> Good evening. I think I'm gonna become, I, dude. I think I'm becoming evangelical jujitsu. <laughs> good. That's a good sport. That's a good combat sport. I'm going full evangelical. Yeah, you're you're gonna. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be. A, you're somebody's disciple. And, yeah. And now you're gonna go spread the good word. I'm gonna spread the good word. The gospel of jujitsu is what you're gonna of go do. Jesus jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been rolling a bit lately. Yeah, we've been rolling a bit lately. Yeah. Yeah, pretty consistent. You I would and your say. Pops? No, pops is out right now. He is um, healing. Oh, he, he hurt himself. Little, yeah, he had a little uh, something happen with his back. Um. And in fact, just as he injured, I wouldn't him, tell anybody about that because that's definitely going to hurt your evangel evangelism. It wasn't from jujitsu though. Oh, okay. he's had back issues uh, from an old accident when he was a kid, <clears throat> but not from jujitsu. Uh, you can get hurt in jujitsu. Absolutely, it's a combat sport. It's a combat sport, but you know, um, so yeah, I've been rolling right. Um, two, two, three days a week. Ooh, two to three. That's yeah. impressive. Three is three is. I'm really trying. Yeah. You know, at least one. I've been going at least on Sundays. 
it's only been a couple weeks, maybe three, three-ish weeks, three, three and a half. Okay. But man, it's better than any drug I've ever had, Drees. Yeah. Maybe that's what you needed. Dude, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> and my dad laughed because at one point I was training-ish jujitsu, but not a lot. And it was kind of after wrestling, and, and I just needed that physical contact, you know? Uh-huh. You needed to grab and, a hold of another man. Yes. To practice meta. Pull his balls into your face. <laughs> um, grab his crotch. And it was great after wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, that happened. I just went eighth grade. Yeah. My bad. Well, we do have on record, you legitimately put your finger in people's balls. That is all conjecture. Mm-hmm. Counselor Tolchinsky. <laughs> you should know that that would not hold up in court. It is on record in recorded form, and published to yes. the public. Alfonso did make that claim. <laughs> but he has no evidence to bring forward. Well, it's possible he is exaggerating that to some degree. He just technically, he was me tooing you. <laughs> he was me tooing me? <laughs> yeah. He, he was. me tooed you. He be to- <laughs> hey, you know what? Me too. <laughs> To be clear to the audience, that's only funny because he doesn't, he's not an actual victim. Like, he's not truly a victim of that. Yes. We're not laughing in the face of real victims out there. No. No, 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 no. No. We're just fake ones. (laughs) I. Yeah, go ahead. What were you going to. So, (laughs) jujitsu. So, jujitsu. So, you want to hear a funny story real quick? Sure. As it relates to uh, my time while I was coaching <laughs> junior high kids and below. Yeah. There were times while you're in the middle of a coaching session and you're running the room, you know, and sometimes you just say things that even in context, you're like, wait, what did he just say? Yeah. But certainly out of context, and if it were, happened to be, it, you know, if it was in text form, it would be terrible oh, yeah. if a kid goes home and says, Coach Dries said, so blah, 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 blah. Totally. I mean, yeah. you're, you're hoping that doesn't happen. So <laughs> yeah. as you alluded to earlier, as I kind of teased you about, you know, grabbing another man, yes. uh, it happens. Absolutely. It's a full contact, combat sport, hand to hand, yeah, body to body, if you will, appendage to appendage Absolutely. for that matter. And we were, I was, I'm trying to think of the scenario. I believe if I remember correctly, we were teaching kids to get off their back, to bridge and get off their back, you know, from something like a simple half Nelson. They have a half on their chest to chest. Yeah. And bottom kid has to bridge up off their back. And oftentimes the best thing to do is to get your hand across your belly so that you can reach up to the ceiling as you're bridging and get to your belly, right? Yeah. Well, the act of that of your hand going across your belly in between the other person, yeah. Oftentimes, your hand may brush across their junk. Sure. Now, an awkward junior higher elementary kid, 
Yeah. They're excited to wrestle, but they're not at yeah. no point are I mean they're just not okay with like they're not touching each other's, you know, privates or something, right? I mean they, yeah. obviously they have their clothes on, right? But they just I mean, you don't put hands near those areas, right? And so there were kids that were apprehensive to execute that move because the purpose isn't to brush their junk it but it might happen right yeah, yeah it's just you, yeah. you kind of get what i'm saying yeah it's just a factor of what you're trying to get out of it's the pro it's the it's the law of proximity it, it sure. might happen it's in that proximal area now i i shouted out and noticing some kids were apprehensive to um push their hand across their belly in between them and the other kid so that they could reach up and bridge yeah and they they weren't they were clearly not executing the, their move properly because they were apprehensive yeah. with their hand because they were <laughs> yeah. more and they were less worried about getting off their back and more worried about accidentally, you know, brushing someone's, you know, yeah. region, their genitals. Yeah. So, in the middle of of the uh, the the coaching practice, I said, "It doesn't matter if you touch his wiener." <laughs> Really? Yeah. So, the moment I said that, the moment I said that, I thought to myself, "Oh my gosh, the last thing I like, all I need is for one kid to go home and say, yeah, Coach Dree said it doesn't matter if I touch their wiener, yeah. Mom. We touch wieners all the time at West. Yeah. At it's not a big practice. deal to touch his wiener. <laughs> gosh. Oh man, it's just you yeah. know, it's a moment where you wish you could oh, have that back totally. because you, in context. I still agree with that statement, and that's I will still <laughs> yeah. communicate that because it's, it's there's nothing yeah. there's nothing weird about it because it's in the context of wrestling. Yeah, the context of wrestling is outside of any. The goal of that is all outside of any weirdness, right? It's just it's purely a factor of the sport. Yeah, it's there's like literally, it's the same as your hand brushing across their face. Yeah, it's, or their nose. It you know yeah, whatever. There's no difference between your face and your dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah clearly so anyhow yeah. but at right in that moment in that moment i was like oh my gosh of the many terrible things i've uh unintentionally said or even intentionally said yeah that one could clearly be taken out of context in a you know uh in a very easy fashion oh for sure so. yeah in a in a parent's eyes i feel like anything that i hear secondhand from that happened to my daughter if i wasn't there experiencing it i immediately take it to oh yeah fuck that guy <laughs> fuck that guy yeah. i'll have his job With those kids yeah. fuck those kids has anybody those done kids a, are dicks yeah have they done a background <laughs> check on that creeper yeah yeah totally. every year and I, live scanned yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah fbi says I haven't okay. caught me yet <laughs> god that's so dark <laughs> oh man that's terrible uh, terrible well and as a parent uh, if as a parent if i heard hey, that I rightly think so wrestling right? coaches probably have a better track record than catholic priests though absolutely yeah yeah absolutely. i think so i don't know the full i don't know the, the stats on that but if i were to take a shot in the dark <laughs> Yeah, I think wrestling <laughs> attendance is up, and Catholic school attendance is probably down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, here nor there. <laughs> there I go again, spitting facts and rumors, or rumors oh, based on man. factless claims. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, jujitsu and drugs. <clears throat> yes, the best drug. The best drug. I just wanted to get. I just wanted to finish that. When I sit in my little van. <laughs> yeah. Driving creepy. home from jujitsu. Okay. I was gonna say you add the van in there, it just kind of makes it a little creepy. But yeah, well, it's just what I got. Okay, All it's right. a work vehicle. Yeah, you're not living in it. Yeah, exactly. Not yet. I literally feel so. That's the slowest I ever drive home after I'm done. Like I'm driving down Balfour at the very end in Byron, and. It, and it's the speed limit's fifty five. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I can't go fifty five if I want to. Mentally. Mentally. Emotionally. Mentally, emotionally, zero fucks. Completely content with the speed I'm going. Yeah. Like, no music, little window down. Just happy as can be. And I'm just like, yeah, we're going to have a good day. That's cool. Right? Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad to hear that you're, uh, you know, getting a, a, we'll call it fulfillment out of that. <coughs> because yeah. that, that sounds like fulfillment to me. And I'm curious, what what is fulfilling about the jujitsu endeavor, hmm. the experience, the act? <sighs> That's a good question. That's a good question I, because I, 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 I don't know. I haven't quite put my finger on it, you know. But I will let you in on a little something. Oh, on please do, Gabe's psyche. Pull back the curtain for me, Gabe. And I'm curious what to make of this. But you know what goes through my head when things are going good in jujitsu and I'm feeling great. When am I going to quit? At hmm. what point am I going to say, oh, going to have to miss jujitsu tonight, and then that snowball gets rolling? The quit ball? The quit ball. The quit snowball? And that worries me, you know? And it's like, what is that, doubt? That's doubt. That's doubt creeping in. Mm. that I won't be able to be disciplined enough to consistently go to jiu-jitsu and come back every time for a little bit of that fulfillment hitter. And why is that? Hmm. So you already think you're going to quit? No, I don't. Like, what you, well, the question, you said I'm, the question see, is... See, I'm predicting when, it. When am I going to quit? Or, I see, because I know me. I I have well, and me is changing, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I know, I know. Uh, let's see, uh, previous behavioral patterns that I've that I've done, and that's one of them. That that the that thing that happens, right? And so I'm already thinking of all the little possibilities that might happen that might go, hmm. remember that time you trained jiu-jitsu for a little while? And it was pretty fun. Yeah. And then you put that, then you put it down. Why'd you put it down? You're get, you, things were going good for you. 
Interesting. I don't know. Interesting thoughts. Yeah, that is interesting. <clears throat> but I think that could be for all a whole host of reasons. Yeah. I, I think the initial one would be, you know, the the initial reason for saying, oh, I just won't go tonight. You know, I just, I'll, something's come up or, okay, I guess I won't do jujitsu tonight. We'll do this. Yeah. You know, i.e. go to so-and-so's house because that's the only night that was good for them and you hadn't connected with them in, you know, a long time. Blah, 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 whatever, sure. right? right, right. It's things that pop up and, right. <clears throat> So that could be an area where, you know, or a mechanism. That could be a mechanism for sort of getting off of the the train. Yeah. Um, But I think sometimes it's, I mean, and that's fairly innocent. Yeah. And it's benign. Not only innocent, but I think it's benign. Alongside that particular mechanism could also be beneficial, too. Right. Of what? Predicting. Like, no, you're choosing to go, uh, like, I'm not going, you're not, you're thinking you're not quitting, but it's sort of the mechanism that leads to quitting. And so you're saying, oh, I'm not going to go to jujitsu tonight because we'll, we're going to, I'm going to go do this because I haven't done yeah. this, what, you know, whatever X is for a period of time. Yeah. Um. However... I think there's also seasons that we go through. Mm-hmm. And there are some seasons that you're in where you're going to have to say no to something. Yeah. And yes to something else because of a particular season. Plain and simple. That's true. And that season might last long enough to where you forgot why you gave up something that you really enjoyed, i.e., you know, let's just say future Gabe gave up jujitsu that he's really enjoying right now. Yeah. You know, and if that, and so, cause you're entering a new season. Yeah. I am entering a new season. So, but you're in, you're kind of, you're right in the, at the, uh, the front door. Yeah. Of, you know, this jujitsu season you're doing, you know? Yeah. But why can't I just do jujitsu forever? Other people do jujitsu forever. We're probably talking about something that doesn't even need to be talked about because you are <laughs> you haven't said no to jujitsu. I haven't said no to jujitsu, <clears throat> and just find it interesting that my brain already leads me to a path of future self-sabotage. Hmm, that is interesting. <clears throat> and and uh, I will admit I'm actively in the process of reconfiguring that. Hmm. Do you think there's but, like some, do you have any self-guilt? for stopping no there's is there a part of you that is feeling so fulfilled that you're also feeling selfish oh um no no not really because uh i you know i try to make sure all my um meet more menial responsibilities are taken care of you Mm -hmm. know and then i go and do the thing and i feel happy about it yeah. You know, it's like sometimes things just come up. Like we had Vera's birthday party on Tuesday and I would have, you know, went and trained that evening maybe. And so, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Right. And it was like something else had come up with the, or I'd gotten home real late the Tuesday before, but I still went Thursday and then trained f- 
and then hit up another buddy and he and I went and trained for a while Friday evening and then went back on Sunday. So it was like, you know, we're getting them in. Mm-hmm. It's just, and I don't foresee that happening, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> this week we're going to hit it hard. We're going to hit it real hard. That's cool. But, um, it's just a, a little, you know, I've just, I've just been to, uh, trying to catch those little, um, those, those little thoughts that kind of cruise across your, your psyche and your brain that sometimes, they just you think about it for a second, then it's gone. You never think about it again. Hmm. But it's there. It's kind of you know maybe it's doing something right or imprinting something for future you. Right. Um. And so I've just been trying to you know catch those little motherfuckers and put them in a cage. <laughs> you get in your place. <laughs> hey, you motherfucker. <laughs> get over here. Get out of here, you stupid yeah. thought. So, uh, anyways. <laughs> evangelical jujitsu it's getting real yeah it's getting real fun um and well so you know i wanted to kind of badger you this evening um what if i want to badger you oh you're more than welcome to do that okay badger okay uh i wanted to badger you about being about your uh your history as a wrestling coach Mm-hmm. For a multitude of years, yes, uh, and you're a little bit of your wrestling history in general, I guess too. Um, and then some of the aspects of wrestling and competitive sports in general that um, that apply to real life after all of it is mm-hmm. said and done, which isn't always apparent when you're in it, is how it's going to apply to the future. Um. And it's a funny thing because when you're in wrestling or you're doing, you know, any kind of competitive sport maybe. Uh, but for me, let's just talk about wrestling and the things that I've heard within the sport is that you, you do hear people from time to time say, oh, you know, uh, how much of an impact wrestling has on, on a person's character, mm-hmm. on, an, on, a, on a real adult's character, you know, somebody who's out of it and right. doing adult things. Yeah. Um, adulting, mm-hmm. as some would say, that doesn't really make sense when you're in it, uh, as much. So, you know, those are the few things I wanted to badge you on. So, you know, where do you think we should start? Because last time I learned something about you, about how you're when you're wrestling. Oh, in our in our conversation with Alfonso. Yeah, with Alfonso. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he. Uh... Yeah, that kind of presented some opportunities to talk about mm-hmm. wrestling past a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, I'm totally open to talk about any of that, okay. as however you want to ask any of those questions. But I do also want to um, sort of foreshadow, and maybe this all ties together, or ties together somehow. Um, I want to talk about your... Uh, perturbment, perturb, perturb, like you're you're disturbed, your disturbance, you being disturbed <laughs> by a particular in, uh, social media post. Oh yes, titled "Collaboration versus Competition" or "Competition <laughs> versus Collaboration." <clears throat> Zero it, reflection on the on the poster. Okay, it's purely 
just on the sentiment. You were irked by that. Yes. And I want to kind of get to the bottom of that because I have a, I think my take is different than yours. So, you know, perhaps that will be interwoven. I don't want to. I I see it being interwoven. Okay. So. uh, But do you want me to? You want me to just fucking hammer out, hammer on it? Oh yeah, let's before we get into my <laughs> wrestling stuff, I want to just to sort of uh, paint the picture for the listener a little bit. Imagine one of those Instagram pictures that you're scrolling through in your feed, a really nice, you know, business lady. Yeah. Possibly Angie Harper, last week's guest. God, why you got to name names? No, because we talked about it a little bit in her. We, well, if they listen, they gotta hear it. <laughs> That's, if not, then we'll leave it up for what value? Lindsay. What what value are we bringing the listener if we don't talk about? If I we just don't, don't want to put Angie on blast, bro. No, it's not putting Angie on blast because I think Angie's very confident. Yeah, and her uh, her feelings on her post that said. Uh, competition versus collaboration. Yeah. Uh, what 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 was it about that? Why are you irked by that? I I could tell you were irked. You told me you were irked, and it, you said yeah. your words, if I'm not mistaken, were something to the extent of that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, that doesn't sit well with me <laughs> because there um there's a missing piece to that puzzle. I think between the competition and collaboration aspect. And then to kind of bring it back to jujitsu a little bit, when I was rolling with my buddy the other Friday. Pause. Hold your thought real quick. Yeah. Am I mistaking in what I've kind of heard from you is you felt like the post was saying collaboration is better than competition? No, no. Okay. Well, or that competition's wait. not needed because co- collaboration's better. Um, I can't. I'd have to go back. I'd have to go back to it again. But uh, just off the top of my head, as I remember it, I would perceive that post as um something like that. Competition, competition is fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, real progress uh, is made with collaboration. Okay. And that could be as it relates to relationships, business. Relationships, business, the natural world. Okay. So that's what you were getting from... Okay. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Is, it, would you, is that appropriate? That's, that's fair. I just wanted to make okay. sure we were putting it in the proper context and that I was had a, uh, a a clearer understanding of how you were perceiving that post and how that, you know, ties okay. into it being earned by you. <clears throat> Go. Ah. So, so in jujitsu, like with your, when you're with your boys, you're rolling, you're practicing, you're collaborating you're talking about, oh, you just did this such and such move and your knee was here and your hand was here, blah, blah, blah. You put pressure in this such and such spot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you stop mid-roll to address these things, mm-hmm. right? Because in all reality, you are doing practice murder. Like yes. 100%. It's practice kill. It's practice kill. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and there's a mutual bond and respect there that, um, that obviously, you know, we're going to stop. And, and if I get you in a, in a position where, you know, I would have practiced killed, killed you, um, we stop and re- and we restart. Maybe we talk about it, you know, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Slap, smile, laugh, slap hands, do it again. Possibly practice break bones too. Uh, yeah, like, pro- pro- like maybe practice not... maim. Yes. Yeah, maim and injure. Yes, too. practice damage. Exactly. Um, and so I was rolling with a buddy, and it's just he and I, and it was just one of those things where, uh, man, you want to do this jujitsu shit as long as you can, right? But sometimes, and more times than not, you get hurt. You get a little bumped up. Think, you know, shit happens. Sometimes it happens. Um, sometimes it happens, and you're not even, you know, you're not doing anything crazy. Uh, it just is a freak thing, right? <clears throat> um, but when it comes to competition, and you go and compete. And I and I think competition across the board, whether it's um, jujitsu, wrestling, competition, fill in the blank. You are now venturing into a abstraction of the real world, of reality. Mm-hmm. At that point, your switch has to flip. It's no longer just open rolls on Sundays where we're cruising with the boys and drinking beers afterwards. It's your opponent that you're going out there and facing actually wants to try and do you harm. And if you choose not to tap or lay on your back flat (laughs) and get pinned Mm -hmm. or um, stand down to whatever running backs trying to fucking uh, staple you to the AstroTurf and get to the end zone... Or uh, you name it, doesn't matter. Competition is an abstraction of reality, and the, and our reality is is that in the wild world, shit lives and shit dies, and some motherfuckers get eaten. <laughs> <clears throat> and so, collaboration is all fine and dandy for the longevity of the game, but in all reality, when it comes to competition, it's live and die, and you have to compete like it's live and die. Now that now obviously in a collegiate sports setting I'm not actually going to go out there and try and murder my opponent but if you want to be the if you want to win that tournament you kind of got to be the guy that says I'm going to try and go and go out there and murder that opponent And thank God there's a referee here to stand in between me and another guy to say, hold on, before you get too close to murder, you won, (laughs) and you get to go on to the next game. So, and that can, I think that can be, I think that can be a hard, I think that can be a hard thing to come to terms with because... It can, as you know, in wrestling, high school wrestling and collegiate college wrestling are two different animals. Yeah, or at least maybe the same animal, but 
one animal is the um the baby version yeah yeah but i know for a fact that when you go from high school wrestling to college wrestling college wrestlers are legitimately trying to rip your fucking arm off yeah no and that's or part put of, you on yeah. your back or do what they're they're doing it with malicious primordial intent Yes, within the guidelines of the rules, they're going to execute Yes. every move within the guidelines of the rules, but with an effort that is seemingly trying to do damage. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's the game. That, right? that is the game. No, and that's uh, that, <clears throat> that difference is distinct. Now, yes. I will make a claim. Is that a smart game? Is that a game you want to play for the long term? Probably not. That is not a game that is played long-term. Now, if you want to play the long-term game, that's going to lean more in the collaborative effort, right? Because now it's not just me. Now it's me and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And and we're all kind of doing practice murder, but we've um, established some uh, ground rules and some respect for each other, knowing, keeping the long-term in mind, and what we, whatever our goal is to accomplish, be it individually or a group goal, whatever. So, you know, I just think that the competition versus collaboration thing, it's missing, it's missing a, a cornerstone to the puzzle, and that is reality. <laughs> and the reality being that in the natural world, you know, like when you, dude, when... When you go hunting, when you go up to Greenville, you go get up into the mountains. In my opinion, when you're out there by yourself in the hills, in the mountains, in the woods, in the wild fucking animals, none of those animals give a rat's ass about you. Nothing out there gives a rat's ass about you. You're out there by yourself. If you are no do not come prepared, you're going to fucking die. And you're going to be absorbed back into the earth. So, you know, and to me, competition is an abstraction of wilderness in a way. And that if you are not prepared with the tools of the wilderness, that you will be a victim of the wilderness. <laughs> Maybe that's not a great way to end that rant. But, you know, you will, you will succumb to it. And you will no longer be a part of the game, but you will be something else i don't know yeah i think those are all great thoughts and uh in some regards it's the wilderness in some regards it's battle right Right. like it could be real life you know an abstract of uh combat like it's still combat but it's not real combat so it's a sort of it's it's meta combat exactly yeah you know and some things are or sort of uh, meta wilderness, yeah. you know, or or meta wild. Um, yeah, it's funny. I'm the reason why I asked about you know what it was so much. Like, why why is that not sitting well with you? And um, and I know you felt like maybe you didn't um, dive into that particular post or concept uh, so much as far as the way I, it didn't irk me like it did you. And maybe yeah. that's just, maybe that's the difference <laughs> in our personality. That might be 
the difference in our age and when yeah. we see that when we we see those exact same words uh, possibly it's possible that i'm just seeing it uh i process those words maybe differently maybe i'm also taking into account i know who posted it and i know that person yeah. personally yeah and so then i'm i'm filtering it through my relationship <laughs> with that person yeah too um but it's funny because we kind of chatted about it a little bit during the week and I sent you a long text, which I, well, for me is a long text and definitely a long text for you and I about the, uh, the concept of competition versus collaboration. Yeah. To me, you know, the question could be asked is one better than the other. And maybe that's where I was kind of picking up. That was the vibe I was picking up on you from you was you were I was getting the the vibe that you were thinking well no competition's better than collaboration. Oh gotcha. And and I maybe it sounds like I'm probably I was maybe reading that vibe a, a little bit wrong but mm -hmm. like so the question is out there though is there one that's better than the other? And what is your thought on that? No, it's no. Not one is not better than the other. Mm -hmm. I think they're two mutually exclusive things. See, I don't think you can't have one without the other. I think yeah. even with the even with your fellow collaborators, you're you're not maliciously competing with them. You're not competing to see their demise. You're competing with them to see a better you. Mm. Right? Yeah. So it's a mindset thing. You know, if you're you know, like in uh, I don't I don't remember what it said, but if but if you're competing to to put those around you down and to build yourself up, that is, a, in my opinion, that is a short played game. But if we yeah. can mutually play together in a collaborative way and that we have a, a mutual agreement on how we're competing and we can continually point out each other's flaws and, and weaknesses mm -hmm. and blind okay. spots with our competition. Yeah. And that and share. That's where the collaboration part comes in, yeah. right? Also, accountability is, is a right. form of uh, collaboration. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> that changes the dynamic. The dynamic totally. Now we're a team. You know. Now, um, yeah, things change after that. Yeah, and it, you can't have one without the other. Really, you can't name your our business, the farrier business. Right. There's multiple aspects of it. And we kind of talked about this. You're not going to compete in the marketplace unless you've done a level of collaboration, apprenticeship, clinics, so on and so forth would be the collaboration side. Yeah. The actual real life competing in the marketplace is your skills on display warranting, um, the use of your service. Right. Now it's interesting. You were talking about competition as an abstract of the reality, like in jujitsu, it's, it's, um, it's pretend kill, you right. know, it's, it's fake kill. It's practice kill. Um, and I, and then you, and you mentioned the long term. you know, the long game is the collaborative game. And I think the reason being is the competition is almost always the abstract. Yeah. The collaboration is almost always the reality. Hmm. 
right? So in in reality, we're co- we're collaborating to oftentimes venture out into the meta, um, you know, the the meta wilderness or yeah. the meta battle, yeah, um, or the real wilderness. And then yes, and right. then there's not the meta <clears throat> side of it, you know, in, in our business, like. We are actually competing with other ferrets. Like we don't feel exactly. We don't feel threatened. Yeah. Um, partly because uh, you know the the camaraderie, you know, camaraderie and the nature of um, of our area. There's enough horses to go around. There's yeah. not not a famine mentality. Yeah. Right. Um. But well, nonetheless, it's still the long game is still the collaborative game. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting too about that. And in the farrier business is somebody had to start that, you know, mm-hmm. somebody started that little seed, right? Um, that now is kind of has added a couple more, a couple more, you know, the seed of camaraderie, the mean? seed of camaraderie, yes. right? You know, let's uh, to use a, in a direct way between farriers in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. somebody started that seed of camaraderie right that seed of collaboration and mutual competition and it grew you know now whoever i think i, I kind of have an idea of who started that seed but and I, and there's kind of a group of people now that all have a mutual respect for each other um and would think twice but if it ever came to that when if it ever came to defaming one of their Uh, comrades reputations right for their own selfish gain uh and in fact um i i feel pretty confident that in most cases if someone was approached with a situation where they could elevate their own status by demeaning someone else's that they would go out of their way to not do so and in fact try and maybe even get a hold of the person Mm -hmm. that's in question right yeah. And talk to them about it. So somebody had to start that, that little, that, that seed. Yeah. Right. I'm glad <clears throat> you say that because I, kn- I have a conf, I'm, I'm confident. I know who that, or at least who had a, a big hand in that. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you call that? Um, um, gosh, it's like a co-op. Well, no? co-op, but it's of? more of a, uh, a culture. Yeah, culture. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. I was looking for the word culture. I know who's kind of at the head of that, and I want to get him on the podcast. Yeah, no, I know. So, I'm, I'm going to call him and see if he'll come on with us. I'll be yeah. honest. He's uh, he, a hermit. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, anyhow, I think people are going to love hearing from him too. Yeah. So, um, and I, we we might have the same person in mind. Yeah, we do. Okay. We can just say his name probably, I guess, but whatever. Yeah. Who's listening to. anyway? <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's funny going back to the competition and collaboration. One of the things that I would always try to preach to my kids, um, and I guess my kids in my home, but the kids I was coaching, was is that this is simulation. Yeah. We're in simulation for real life right now. I said, that's what makes this sport so great yeah. is that it's a great simulation, a great metaphor. It's a metaphor for, for real life. Yeah. 
and we get to come in here and um, to practice. Like we're practicing not just the execution of moves so that we could go and compete in an abstract battle yeah, or a meta battle, but that we get to actually test our psyche against a manufactured, a fabricated struggle that we present ourselves with. Mm-hmm. And it's a real struggle. The cool thing is it's actually real struggle. Yeah. It's real pain. Yeah. It's um it's real uh fatigue. It's real tears. Yeah. It's real so therefore it's real emotion. There's real blood involved. Yeah. However, the the beauty is is that it's also it, it's not fatal by yeah. and large, obviously. Granted, you know, barring some catastrophe, it's not fatal. Yeah. Meaning just like when you're playing your video games, you get to hit the reset button. Yeah. And start over. So that way you're you're already battle tested for the endeavors of life that are really going to matter to you. Right. And uh things like your marriage. Yeah. Things like your job or your career, your business, your occupation. And maybe even a real life battle. Mm. You know, exactly. I mean, my, you know, kids have gone off to the military, you know, kids that I've coached have gone off to the military and so on and so forth. And yeah, you are very likely then presented with an opportunity to see real battle. Yeah. Not abstract or meta battle. Yeah. But and we're, and we're very blessed with the country that we live in and the area that we live in within this country, but a real battle out on the streets. Yeah, and, and there, you know, yes, I and forget about that And it's not likely, too. but you, believe it or not, Drees, we do still, we still do live in the wilderness of this California zoo bubble, <laughs> of this and California it's, And it's really not utopia. even just the California zoo, but it's just the real life zoo that uh, when you've tested yourself, right, you then have the confidence to carry yourself out into the real world. That if something, you know, God forbid, or is to, that you're confronted with, you have a level of uh, confidence matched with ability right? to actually, uh, you know, be make a difference on whether or not you're going to, uh, how secure you're actually going to be if somebody was, was to present you with, yeah. you know, an opportunity to, have, to where you have to defend yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, to where you legitimately have to defend yourself or you're put in a position, um, like you're stating a few hardships, the aspects of wrestling Mm -hmm. of hardships, but within that lies the opportunity for, for, uh, a reward. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Yeah. Be it a, be it a physical reward. Or a reward that you can abstract from the struggles that you're going through. Yeah. It's there. There it's it's always there. It's the reward is always there in whatever it is that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. You I think you have to realize the the potential um to to grasp it, to take it for yourself, right? Um, 
whatever power and strength, whatever. I don't know. But <clears throat> I lost the word I was going to use. Anyways. No, that's a great point because <clears throat> that's a another skill, another life lesson, if you will, that is gained from that, uh, you know, putting yourself through the paces, the struggle, and uh, you've now gained the ability to uh, understand what winning is like and losing. Yeah. You know, there's a, to be a well-adjusted human, you have to learn how to lose. Yeah. You have to learn how to win. Yeah. Because you know what? Nobody likes a douche who wins. You know, even if they're winning all the time, if they're a douche, people don't like you. They don't want to play with you. They don't want to be around you. Not because you won, but because of what you've, uh, how you've conducted yourself in your victory mm-hmm. will determine whether or not people want to be around you. Or in your loss. Yes. Likewise, how you approach the loss, how you conduct yourself in the loss and after the loss or as a result of the loss will also dictate how, uh, whether or not people want to associate with you. Not because you're a loser or a winner. It's not that. It's not because you're a winner or a loser. Yeah. Right. Because people, I mean, our culture, you know, maybe getting away from it a little bit, but still by and large, we're like, we're in awe of those that are uber successful. Like, yeah, as a culture, we're like, man, that's so awesome. Like, Look at them go, right? Totally. But the moment they're um, a douchebag or feel as though they, what they have, you know, you, I can't find it. They're braggadocious or they're pompous. Yeah. You know, then it's like, eh, whatever they did is now kind of null and void, right? Yeah. Likewise, with the, with the loser, we empathize. We sure. sympathize. We have compassion, like, oh, man, that's heartbreaking. But at the same time, if you're going to go off and you're now, you're blaming the referee. We lo- mm. I lost because, you know, my third party, I have the wrong shoes. I lost because the referee yeah. stole it from me. I lost because so-and-so cheated. I lost, name it. Or you're now a victim or you're a victim of the loss. And so what, do you quit? You're, you lost one time, okay. You yeah. lost twice, so what, okay. No big deal. Yeah. And so we lose, like our compassion then, our sympathy, our empathy for the loser at that point is like, we, is, starts to wane as well. We, we, we are le- much less likely to, as a culture, to extend that as a society, not even a culture, but I think that's a part of our DNA. Yeah. We don't like the sore loser, yeah. And we don't like the douche winner. Hmm. And so it 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 allows you that's what I love about sports, yeah. particularly re- particularly wrestling. That's what I'm partial yeah. to. And I've played the other sports. Yeah. But it's wrestling where you've really I mean it if you win, you yeah. won. It was you that won if you won. Yeah. The great thing is it also is that if you lost it was you that lost you lost yep 
And so you have to learn to live in both of those spaces. What kind of human are you going to be as a winner? And what kind of human are you going to be as a loser? Yeah. And when, at what point are you going to free yourself of the loss and realize there's no such thing as losing? Well, I'll, I would contend with that a little bit. But what are you going to do with the loss? Are you, you mentioned before there's a reward in the losing, and there is a reward in the losing. But yeah. only if you actually find the reward in it. And, okay, well, what does that sound so confusing? For instance, right. you're going to go lose again <laughs> unless you figure out why you lost. Exactly. And then if and if you can figure that out, right. then you then you want a little reward. Yeah. Are you gonna strategically lose every time so you can pretend like you're you know, or say you try and find something to learn each time? Eventually you're gonna learn it's better to not lose. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually you're gonna learn to want to mm-hmm. win, right? Yeah. And I could take that a couple never mind. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, so if you haven't thought about why you've lost, if you haven't thought about why do I keep trying in business but failing? Why do I keep trying in my marriage but failing? If you don't understand why you're failing, then you can't get out of whatever pattern you're in. And there's rewards in all of those things. Just like, it sounds terrible, but... uh, I hear it when um, Jocko Willink is is good, right? He's the good guy. Like, you know, you just lost your job? Good. Good. Now you have an opportunity (laughs) to get a new job, right? Yeah. But what comes up, and he says where it gets tough, this is where it gets tricky, right, is um, in this, I'm not Jocko, but I think what our conversation is sort of alluding to is, is a similar thing, like, we may, what if we lose a lo- loved one to cancer? Yeah. What am I supposed to learn from that? Or not even lost them to cancer. But you might feel like you're kind of losing at life or you're dealt a heavy blow or you're, this is a new, this struggle is, you know, you're presented with this struggle of I have cancer or my wife has cancer or my loved one, my mom, dad, whoever has cancer, right? Am I supposed to say good? Is there some kind of, is what am I supposed to glean from that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's definitely a, a tricky. Because um, I always kind of want to bring these things back to like real life. Absolutely. And the truth is, where's the reward in that? Yeah. You know, because that can be a, a quote unquote loss. And I think of my so. My own personal experience, like with the whole idea of cancer, I I don't have cancer, but um, as terrible as it is, um, the cancer presents an opportunity, and this sounds so cliche or maybe uh, easily easily invalidated, but those op- those are the opportunities that present the opportunity. For others now to see how you handle mm. the struggle, hmm. right? So it's not maybe going to be the reward you get, but that it's going to be the reward that somebody else is going to get because they're now going to see uh, how you handle this struggle 
and what impact will that have on people that are watching? Hmm. You know, I had a client, I mean, just a remarkable lady, remarkable lady. There was nobody that didn't like her. I mean, everyone, she was just so sweet, so nice. She was thoughtful. Um, she's the type of person every time you saw her, uh, she definitely made you feel like she wanted to see you, you know, that you, um, it was like you made her day better because she saw you. Nice. You know, she just was able to give you that kind of, and I think it was genuine. I think she genuinely had a better day because she saw you. She was just like happy about that. Yeah. And she, she passed away to cancer and, uh, I had the, the, uh, I will say the, the, the good fortune of being invited to her memorial service. Bro, there were hundreds of people there, mm. if not like pushing a thousand, hundreds of people there. Oh wow! And she battled that. She battled cancer for, gosh, I feel like it might have been ten years, bro. It was Dang. a long time, and yeah. just a beautiful woman, like beautiful inside and out lady. Yeah. Um, and then in in all of her pain and struggle, not one time when I saw her or anybody else that I knew that saw her, did they ever see her, um, not excited to see you. Hmm. Hmm. And she didn't get embittered at the world. She didn't get embittered at God. And the only thing I can think is like, gosh, why, why does someone like that, you know, get cancer or die, you know, like, why, yeah. why do we have to lose her? Right. Yeah. I, this sounds so, I don't know, like the reward she got was the gratification. I think the satisfaction of knowing that other people got to see how to, how to go through life with this struggle. Yeah. And do it like, well. And do it well. Boom. Yeah. That's, I mean, that was a long winded story that I hope I articulated, but Man, she was. Well, gratitude is a reward that you can't exactly put a price on. No. Right? Yeah. And it's different for everybody as far as how much it does for you. And maybe it just is, you know, matters at what point in life you're at as far as what it's doing for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a good indicator of quality of life. But. Yeah. How do you put a price on gratitude? That's real reward, right? And that, and that's, <laughs> I am so grateful. And this is getting away from cancer. Yeah. Um, good. good. Well, let's get away from that. Yeah. But I'm <laughs> so grateful for wrestling in that way. And mm-hmm. all the hardships that it's brought my way. And um, all the failure. I don't know another sport out there that's going to deliver um, as much opportunity to fail mm-hmm. safely. Yeah. And come back for some more. Right. To glean some more from that experience. Um, and how valuable failure is. And that's kind of what I was getting at is that at a certain point, you hopefully, and I did, and I'm, again, very great, very thankful um, and have an immense gratitude 
not only for the sport I was in, but for my for my parents, for my family. You know, they definitely had a huge impact on nourishing that mentality, right? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, um, failure. At a certain point, there's no such thing as failure. And you can say, oh, well, at a certain point, there's dying. Well, guess what? Depending on who you're hooked up with, <laughs> there's no fail. You're yeah. not. There's no failure in that either. Yeah. So it's nothing but up. Right. I have confidence in that area too. Right. Yeah. And, um, so it kind of leaves you victim and excuseless after that, right? But uh, I just yeah, gratitude. Yeah. It's, victimless. <clears throat> Victimless, right. yeah. yeah. Victimless and excuseless. Yeah, no one to point a finger at, no excuses. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. and that's a heavy, oof. That can be a heavy I burden. Know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, funny enough, to bring it full circle a little bit, you know, a little bit of my self-sabotage. <laughs> fucking self-sabotage, dude, is a blanket is a wet wool blanket. Hmm. You get my picture? The sabotage is the wet wool Self-sabotage blanket? Self-sabotage is a wet wool blanket. Wet wool will do better than wet cotton. That's right. Yeah. It'll retain 70% of its heat retaining capability. Hey, if you're out there, you know, <laughs> in the wilderness, it's better than nothing. And that's just kind of me being silly. But that's sometimes yeah. that's kind of how it fucking feels like. It feels like a fucking wet wool blanket. And then it's an easy thing to cut. Like, maybe not. Maybe it's a blanket that's too short. Yeah, where your toes are sticking out on yeah. the bottom. And your whole body Half your legs warm. are sticking out. No, just my toes. Just your toes. <laughs> Self-sabotage is a blanket that's too short. Yeah, but sometimes don't you, like, kick one leg outside the blanket just to, like, keep Oh, for sure. I run hot. Like, temp regulated. But it's one of those things. It's like, (laughs) if you don't want to fucking bear the full burden, self-sabotage is one of those things that's, like, an easy, it's low-hanging fruit. Right. Yeah. You know? And the more you do it, the more it's easy to fall back on and just be comfortable with fucking being trash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's okay Uh, that I'm wimpy and trashy. Yeah. Jesus loves me anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. But yes. Yes, but no. Yes, he does. But that's not what he wants for you. That's not a, I don't think that's a proper way of thinking. No. Yeah, but yeah, I completely understand that. Right. We haven't. I haven't gotten into anything I proposed <laughs> I other than competition or whatever. I know we didn't get to any. <laughs> we need to get. We didn't get to any wrestling. My own wrestling stories. Yeah, I kind of wanted to get into your your experiences with it. Do you have any yeah. like specific questions? I might answer them now, or maybe it would give me time to think about some that I can. Yeah, recall. maybe you just think about it. I mean. But obviously, a lot of what we're talking about here, you know, how and where you've seen it, um, maybe in yourself and in the kids that you've coached Hmm. and other competitors, maybe that you haven't coached, 
you know, in the circuit, maybe. Like, that I've seen? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, Like, in light of what we're talking about? Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, you know, I'm sure you've seen a few kids with huge talent. Mm-hmm. And, um, and can take it all the way if they wanted to. Sure. And Absolutely. get tripped up, get jammed up, mm-hmm. be it self-sabotage, whatever, and kind of what your experiences of that and what your observations are um, mm-hmm. with those kids and individuals and maybe even yourself. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was thinking when you said self-sabotage, I was like, oh, do I do any self-sabotage? Like, I mean, I think we probably, I think everybody probably does to some extent. Yeah. Because I... I can't think of like a particular moment or endeavor that I'm self-sabotaging. I think I'll sometimes find other things to do to keep me busy so mm. I don't have to maybe do something hard. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll like, uh, you know, make, and I've probably said this, I think I might've said this on a previous podcast, but I'll, I'll sort of do busy things and there are things that need to be done. So like I can, they're easily justified to do them, but it's, I'm kind of doing them instead of doing the thing that was hard. Yeah. You know, the, uh, and it could just, it could be work around my yard. I'll do the easy things and I go, oh, ran out of time to do that really hard thing. I didn't feel like doing in the yard. <laughs> okay. Six thirty. Uh, sun's going down. It gets dark so early these days. <laughs> totally <laughs> you know so i'll do things like that which is i think is a form of self-sabotage but, yeah um yeah you know i feel like uh i don't know that i'm a i'm not a student of psychology mm. but maybe i am to some degree by uh association you know just by uh whether it be being married and yeah, uh, yeah. and then raising kids uh, having a business that's a really personal business, um, and then coaching, right? And then and so there you're and there you're acting, you know, interacting with, um, gosh, hundreds of different people, hundreds of different kids over the course of many years, and I don't want to say many years. I mean, there's coaches that coach way longer than me, you know. How many years have you coached for? Fifteen. That's many years. Yeah, I mean, that's not quite, you know, career of it, but... How many years did you wrestle for? <laughs> I wrestled for four. Yeah, yeah. I was a Did high you sc- jump straight into coaching after high no. school wrestling? No, I didn't. I uh, I had to get myself positioned Yeah. to uh, yeah, be supporting my family and had to position myself in my and position my business in a way that I was uh you know providing uh some you know some of the essentials for my family right and uh um and actually as I you know I was kind of like looking for ways to get into the coaching thing <clears throat> um wasn't even like sure that I like I I was pretty sure I wanted to coach yeah and then once my boys came to the age of uh, participation, you know, the part that participation age, uh, I exposed them to wrestling, and that was kind of my door into coaching. For I mean, in all reality, I'd kind of hoped for opportunities to coach, 
and I didn't coach because they were wrestling, but it was an incentive. There was actually an incentive to coach because then I like, I knew I was going to be there with my kids too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, was that the, would you say that was the primary driving factor or what were some other, were there other motivations with Wanda? Well, so in our particularly, in our, uh, it wasn't, yeah, the primary factor was just, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed my experience as an athlete in the Mm -hmm. sport of wrestling. Mm -hmm. And even while I was in the sport participating, there was a part of me that knew what, I was doing as a wrestler was going to benefit me in my other endeavors in life. Yeah. I, whether or not I had a full comprehension, no way I had a full comprehension of that because hindsight is twenty twenty. That's when you actually have a comprehension, I think, because, right. you know, you have a, the hindsight yeah. is your comprehension. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I wanted to... I love the sport, so I wanted to be involved in it. Coaching is a way to do that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my time, and I wanted to grow. Like I felt like uh, it'd be, I'd. I wish more people would do it, and so I thought, yeah. well, if I coach, then I can help expose more people to it. Evangelize. Boom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, um. Yeah, those were the main reasons. Plus, in, in the wrestling club that we were with, they, if, uh, yeah, I mean, they were like, yeah, any dads that want to help out? Cool. Yeah, you know, like that, you know, and they wanted dads that kind of knew a little something at least, you know. Yeah. But, uh, at what age did you start? I was, let's see, Therese was eight, Cody was five. Cody is uh, 20 this year. Yeah, so maybe not. I wasn't at 15 years. I was maybe 14 years. Anyhow. We'll give it to you. Um, so then, let me... I'm 41. I was 26. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was about, like, right at 26. So about eight years-ish out of, out of high school and... Yeah. Right, because of mm-hmm. Drees was eight and mm-hmm. yeah. eighteen. Seven years. Se- yeah. Seven, eight. Seven, eight years out of high school. Mm-hmm. Oops, sorry. And you made your way back. And I made my way back, yeah. Was Drees asking about it? No. You just said, hey. Neither was Cody. We need to get you boys No, to because do again, something. <laughs> um, I, as a parent, yeah. understood the lessons and the concepts that I was able to glean from wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I understood their benefit. I understood, uh, that wrestling isn't for everybody Mm -hmm. and not even, and some people do wrestling because they want to be a Olympic world champion, state champion, national champion. They want to win everything. And then, what I had to come, and that was sort of my approach. Like, I was like, I want to be the best I can be. I want to be, like, and, um, but regardless of whether you want to do it because you want to be on a team, you just want to be on a team. Yeah. And be a, a part of something, or you do it because you want to be uh, an Olympic gold medalist. 
people learn the same lessons. Right. They they actually get the same benefit at the end of the day. And so I wasn't sure that my kids would love it like I did, but I knew that they were going to uh, be presented with opportunities to run the simulation. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's more important to know how to lose than it is to know how to win. Yeah. And there's not a wrestler that's ever lived that didn't lose. Yeah. All of them have. And most of the greats of all time lost their very last one. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that's the greats of all time. Yeah. Most of those greats. I mean, they're so then, you know, so therefore every, all the rest of us <laughs> that are not the greats of all time, we yeah. also lost our last one. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> because yeah. the pinnacle of the high school, you know, sport, there's only one winner. There's only, yeah. You know, even in high school, in, yeah. if you're, it's the state champion that won his last one. If he didn't go on to college. Yep. And it's actually the third guy and the fifth place guy and the seventh place guy. Yeah. Those seniors that place those, you know, those places are the ones that potentially may have won their very last match they ever wrestled. Yeah. But guess what? <clears throat> if they did and then they continue to wrestle some more, they're going to lose some more. <laughs> yeah. And it'll likely work. at some point their last match will be their, you know, it will be a loss. So. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah, it was um, like, nah, I'm going to have my boys do this. Plus, I never, I'm confident that I didn't live vicariously through my kids, uh, at least not to the extent of, um, or to the health, to an unhealthy extent, I would say. Hmm. Um, but I'm pretty confident that I was there alongside them and not the one participating through them, at least for the for the bulk of it. I mean, there were probably some, some emotional times, you know, some times of an emotional slip up and to where I maybe you know, uh, went down that trail a little bit, but, um, excited. Um, but my, when I started wrestling, I soon realized, damn, I'm starting this late. (laughs) I had no idea because my family wasn't a wrestling family. Yeah. It was something I was doing all by myself. And actually, my brother was simultaneously doing it. His, I, I was a freshman. He was a senior, and he was doing it at his high school, too. He kind of somehow got a similar a start in a similar way. Like, it was just something. He was like, oh, maybe I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, that was not the my exact words, but that was sort of the approach I had initially because I didn't know anything. Yeah. And... Knowing that I started late, I wanted to, uh, and that was a factor in me maybe not reaching uh, a level or you know some uh, some goals that I had for myself. Um, I thought you know, with what I've gained from this sport, the benefits that I've received from it, that's what I want my kids to have. And I also, if they love it like I do. I want them to have the benefit of starting young too. Yeah. Right. So that was kind of the 
the whole genesis of like, yeah, come on, you're going to wrestling. Yeah. And the truth is, wrestling sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, wrestling totally does. sucks. Yeah, it's brutal. The best uh, wrestling t-shirt I ever saw was wrestling. It doesn't have to be fun to be fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's such a... It makes no sense, but it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's com- Wrestling has completely fucked up my entire... Depending on your perspective. Um, but if from a person who hasn't... Ref- if I were to kind of step back and put myself in a person's... Uh, shoes that hasn't wrestled and looking at my perspective it's completely fucked up my perspective on what's fun yeah what i get enjoyment out of totally (laughs) like putting a putting a heavy ass backpack on (laughs) and going for miles and miles long hike it's crazy that sounds so fucked i yearn for that i know i know (laughs) no because the uh, it's the uh It's the ability to embrace the suck yeah. because it's going to feel so much better when you've gotten to the top of the mountain Yeah, when it was really, really hard. It's going to feel so much better when I get home. Yes. And I'm standing in the shower and I go, man, that was fun. No, because when you're... when you're, <laughs> I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Or when the, your shower water doesn't even taste good, but you're just guzzling it because you're like, look, 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 look. Just having some water <laughs> yeah, in my mouth, yeah. literally. <laughs> the taste of fluid on my tongue is the <laughs> most blissful feeling ever. Yeah. Yeah, wrestling is completely, f- yeah. It's screwed it's, up, dude. It sucks it's so messed bad. messed me up for life. Yeah. I'm happy about it, but. I am too. It makes it difficult at times. Yeah, I don't know how much time we have. Should we? Should We're at an hour up? fifteen. Okay, I mean I'm up for going for more, but yeah, we kind of got, you know, we didn't quite a get sixteenth to... of the way. Yeah, but that's all right. Okay, that's all right. All right. I like what we got. <laughs> this is a good conversation. I like talking about things we have experience in. It's like we're professionals at this, folks. You could take our word for it. Yeah. You know what I'm good at? Losing. Yeah. I know a thing or two. (laughs) You know what I'm good at? Suffering. (laughs) That's right. The harder, the better. That's my area. I put, you should fucking put that on my resume. Well, I want your experience. Well. Years of suffering. Yes. And <laughs> grueling lifestyle. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, Drees. Gabriel. We'll wrap it. Wrap it up. Thank you, everybody. Anybody. Everybody and anybody. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Listening ears. Just anybody out there. Anyone? Out there in the ether. And if you are out there, think about clicking the follow button on the we never knew x podcast uh instagram page yeah or if you've listened to this and you haven't uh and you're on the apple podcast uh app consider hitting the subscribe button maybe our our... yeah i'm sorry i totally interrupted you but no i feel like it's gonna be worth it okay (laughs) let's hear it (laughs) maybe if our media director yeah, I get it. He's probably pretty busy. 
but he could do a li- just like a tenth more. Probably they're straight putting me on blast. Maybe like right now you could be doing a little story. Boom! Story time as we're finishing up this podcast, you know, on the WWE podcast. You can't even say it. I'm, you don't have to do it. No, I'm doing it right now. This is going to be. Let me see here. Hold the phone. Hold the phone, folks. <laughs> okay. Hold the phone. But I'm, you know, our content could be a little more interesting. Okay. No. That's all I'm going to say. No, point taken. Uh, guilty as charged. And um, I have no other. If you want me to take over, I'm more than willing to step Listen, in. Listen, bro, you. it's not like you're posting all prolifically on your own stuff, okay? No, no. I how many shares? How many shares of the podcast have you done? I usually share it on my story. Oh, do you? Yeah. Who do people even watch those, bro? That's where I get the most attention. Is it? I never sure, watch stories. I never sure. watch stories. I hardly ever watch stories. Okay. Whatever, man. Let's see here. Yeah, you're going to do it. Oh. Waiting. Waiting. Bang, bang, How bang, 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 bang. Oh, a story. Bang. Okay, we're doing it. You doing it now? I'm doing it right now. We're, oh, we're storing. We're doing the outro for podcast no, number 20. Okay. Hold on. Well, right. <laughs> Smooth. Smooth. Oh, Smooth. No, hold on. All right, hey, everybody. On. No, no, well, no, no. you know, no, 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 we no, no. appreciate your listening ears. And Real like I stated I in the last podcast, if you feel it, the gracious gratitude. Do I hit that button? <laughs> you hit and hold that button. Oh, I hold it down. That was what the problem is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Everybody. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. Oh, it look. costs nothing to you to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yes. It really doesn't. No money will come out of your account. It's totally free. It's totally free. Totally free. And you know what it does for us? It makes us look cool. And it, we're trying to get our street cred up. And it's a way. Hold on. Do I have to keep holding? Oh. You can hit the turnaround with it on the phone. Oh, hold on. Oh, but you're not holding it anymore, so now it's gone. Oh, shoot. How do I get back? Do I you're do another screwed. one? You totally botched it. Next. Do I go to next? Oh, shoot. I'll practice this, guys. I promise. <laughs> 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 Don't worry. We just have a 40-year-old running the Instagram. If there's no incentive to follow the Instagram, Dries, how are you going to expect people to do it? No, I just shared something. Okay. I just shared some introducing well, your he shared stories it. archive. Okay. So, if you're already following the podcast and our Instagram, you will seven seconds. You'll see our little snippet of a video. Yeah, go to Instagram know, right now and check out our story. If here's the incentive, here's the incentive. You will see behind the scenes content and thrills of what's happening with Dries and I. Okay. And that's worth its weight in gold, let me tell you. Because when the real gold comes out, it's not always behind a microphone. It's in behind the scenes. Okay. I just highlighted it too. Is that something you do? I don't know. I just did it. That's beyond me. Anyhow, thanks for listening, folks. (laughs) 
you on profile. Thanks for listening, that. everybody. We really appreciate it. Train the ju- train the JJ, the jujitsu if you're capable. Do things that hard. It Do will be hard too. the best drug you've ever experienced if you're into that kind of thing. If you're not into drugs, uh, it's great for a lot of other reasons. Um, do it. Train the jujitsu. Go get a gi. Go find some homies. I know it's hard right now. Ricardo Ballas Jiu-Jitsu is doing private lessons. Mm-hmm. Okay? Hit him up on the gram. Yeah. He'll hook you up. All right. Uncle Ricky knows what's up. Uncle Ricky know what up. Um, But go, 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 go do it. You know? Okay. Don't self-sabotage. Yeah. Try not to. Be all right with losing. Not okay with losing, but figure out what you need to learn. Yeah. When you lose and when you win. Don't be content with the loss. No. But be proactive in what you can glean from the loss, you know? Mm-hmm. And don't let it dest- don't let it destroy you. Uh, anyways, we'll stop it right there. Night, y'all. Good night, Drees. Love you. Love you, too.